Welcome to the Seattle Public Library's Podcasts for Teens. These teen podcasts are by teens and for teens. They run the gamut from author readings and music performances to discussions and book reviews by the Teen Center Advisors. These podcasts are brought to you by the Seattle Public Library and Foundation with the help of the library's teen advisors. To learn more about our teen programs, including how to become a Teen Center Advisor, visit our website at www.spl.org. To learn how you can help the library by volunteering or supporting its foundation, go to www.foundation.spl.org. The podcast you're about to hear was recorded in 2010. This is Georgia. I'm a Teen Center Advisor, and this podcast is about the budget cuts to the library. All right. So what do you guys what do you guys think is the most important thing that the library should never cut no matter what? Is there anything that you think is just totally sacred? Uh, I'm Cole. I think kind of the amount of books we get, spending money on books, because, I mean, that's not going to change. People are going to keep making books. People want to get them. People want to borrow them. So, uh, I mean, that's what the library's all about. We can't really afford to cut cut that. Um, this is Margaret, and um, this sounds like kind of anti-library, but I I don't think they should cut any of the computers because um, it's not like I'm like a computer addict, but a lot of people really need them, and it's like the only computer they have, or it's like they're not at home and they need to use a computer. So the library's like a definite node for computer use, so it's, that's really important to me. I, I agree. I, I think that the library can't ever cut its like access to resources. Like, whether it just be, like, the internet, um, but, like, any sort of research resources. So what does that mean? Do you, so does that mean that we should have... I mean, I think that the, that's a really great point, because a lot of people, especially in a bad economy, right, they really need the library to work on their resume or whatever because they don't have... or to apply for jobs online because they don't have access to that at home. Um, so does that mean that we should um, do everything necessary to um, keep the library open regular hours instead of cutting hours, which is what's happening right now? I, I think so. Um, I mean, you don't need to be open 24-7 or something, but I do think that, like, you know, you never know when you're going to need access to the library. Or certainly, um, last summer when they had the library closed for a week, um, I, uh, And that's also happening this year, by the way. That was horrible. I, I think that that shouldn't have been done. I think that, like, the library could save more money by, like, closing uh, one day a week or two days a week like, for all the time, but, um... I know I was at the uh, last budget hearing or something for the library at the end of last year for the Teen Center Advisory, actually. Um, and there was a woman there talking about how, um, like, you know, she has a friend or something that has to come in and use the computers at least once a week, and that um, it was really going to be a problem for her. So I think that um, the, the library does need to be open, you know, at least some hours that, like, anybody can get to it, you know, at, at a reasonable time and things. Um, but I guess I don't really know what else there can be cut. All right, well, maybe we should come at it like that. What should what should we cut? Uh, <laughs> I'm Mac, and if anything should be cut, I would think it would be, you know, like building renovations, because I know that they just renovated a whole lot of buildings, like the Magnolia Branch and everything, and I didn't think it was really necessary for them to do that because it was fine the way it was. So if anything, the... the changing the libraries. They should, like, leave them for a while. Yeah, well, I think that you're right, and I think that we're, we're done renovating the libraries now, so that's not something that we're going to do again soon, and, and I think that you're right. I mean, I think that 
that's a good idea that, that has been had. And I think that um, things like our, the library's maintenance budgets um, have been decreased. So things like um, fixing leaks or I don't know, stuff like that. Like the money for that stuff has gone down. So I think that that's a smart point. This isn't like something that should be cut, but for me it's frustrating what you said about the, how the mayor decides the budget and stuff. And like, we got this new mayor, you know, it was all like change and stuff. It sounds kind of like Obama, but, and like now I haven't heard anything about him at all since he got elected. And I don't, haven't heard anything he's done. And if like he was supposed to be really good for the arts, you know, he should do stuff for the library, I think. But I can't really think of what exactly should be cut. I agree with Max that there was too much renovation and like libraries kept closing to be renovated. It's frustrating. Yeah. Well, I mean, one thing that can be cut, I mean, obviously I'm a librarian, so I'm a little bit personally invested, but one thing that can be cut is jobs, right? So we could have a lot fewer staff um, helping people in the buildings. Um, what do you guys think about that? Um, I'm Keon, and I just think that cutting staff would probably not be a good idea because right now in the economy, there's not a lot of good job openings out there, and I think it would just be a bad move personally, on a personal level, for all the librarians who you cut. I mean, they'd be out of a job, and no one's really getting anything. I, I kind of agree with you, like, on a personal level. Like, firing or laying off staff is sort of a bad idea, but, like, on the whole, it doesn't really... Because there's like three or four library librarians at like the Magnolia Library and I guess I never really talked to them and they're never there to like help me or anything so they're kind of, I don't know, not doing anything. They're just drinking coffee and eating donuts and stuff. <laughs> so, so maybe, I don't know, yeah. I, I, I agree with that on some level. I think that what libraries need is more librarians. Um, but I think that some jobs can be eliminated, um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, on like the administrative level, kind of. I mean, we don't need that many pencil pushers in the library, you know, because, you know, the budget is obviously decided by like city council and things, and there's a lot of administrative positions that people hold. I mean, I don't really know if they make that much money, but it, it, since it's not really directly something that the public interacts with as much, I think that that can be an area in which there's a lot of jobs cleared out. And I mean, like, it's not like it's the kind of job that someone can just get anyway. Like, obviously, you have to be, like, extremely highly educated and things like that. So, I mean, not that many people are going to be out of work if you eliminate, like, administrative jobs. Um, I think, like, if you cut any jobs, like, I think that the central library should have, like, one or two police officers walking around, but they don't need so many. Like, I constantly see all of them just kind of wandering around, and they're not really doing anything. So, I mean, I don't know if the library pays them, but we don't need as many. The library does pay security guards, and um, yeah, I see your point, and I think, well, one thing is we have a lot more security guards at Central Library than they do out in the branches. Um, I will say that um, as a library staff member, it's really nice to have the security guards, not least because um, having security guards here kind of prevents a lot of crazy stuff from going down, and it makes the library um, more pleasant, I think. Um, but, I mean, that's a valid... No, like, I think there should be, like, definitely question. one or two. Just, it's kind of uncomfortable when you're, like, working, and they walk by you, and they, like, look at you, and you look at them, <laughs> and, you, and you're like, I'm not doing anything. 
Have you? Has, any, has anybody ever had a bad experience with one of the security guards here? No, they're really nice, actually. And they really, um, for the most part, I mean, we all have our bad days, I guess, but I really, I'll put in a little plug for them because I think for the most part, they really try hard to make people feel welcome, even though it's a totally valid point that just wearing the security guard uniform is like, it can feel like aggressive. aggressive. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, anybody else? Well, uh, I was thinking if they would actually cut budget from something else instead of library because you know like do we really need the new tunnel because I don't really think we need new tunnels for now I mean like Fidel is okay and then like there are a lot of other alternatives but they decided to come up with the most expensive one but I was wondering if you you know like if you actually choose the cheaper alternative I don't think they actually need to cut budget from you know like something else I guess so I don't know um, but I just know that like the first thing that Mayor McGinn has done, I believe, is to repair a seawall, and it, like I don't think it's costing, but I know it's kind of controversial because he's promised to like build this tunnel, but instead he's like do, like building a wall. Like, I don't even know what he's doing. He's like repairing a wall, which like I've never heard of. But like oh, yeah. it's really important. yeah, no one has heard of seawall. Seawall is basically the wall like down the waterfront and basically that surrounds the city that keeps us from melting into the valley. <laughs> Waterfront is made over made out of like leftover dirt from when they like plowed and leveled the city in like the 1900s. So probably making that wall is a good idea because otherwise the whole city is going to be a m big mud pit. Like the seawall is good, but they could cut this out, like Union Transit. I mean, like I see five people on that, maybe once every week or something. Like or like that best name ever. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> I say it. But I mean. <laughs> it's like so pointless. There's already there's already buses that go that yeah. way, and it's like such an unneeded thing. I think. Yeah. I was just gonna say that the seawall is pretty much the only reason that we're doing this podcast without yeah. scuba gear on. <laughs> that would be also really funny. Okay, so the South South Lake Union uh, streetcar. <laughs> we, we, that's on the chopping block. Um, does anybody else? I mean, so we're ta obviously we're taking a step back now from like the library's point of view to like the bigger like mayor and city council point of view of the whole city. Um, anybody else have a program that or service or something that they think should be on the chopping block? So do you guys know the kind of things that are in the mayor's budget? I mean, obviously it's things like well, it's the library, it's parks, it's Huh? There's an arts committee. There's arts. There's um, police and fire people, firefighters. Maintenance. Um, what? Like maintenance, like road maintenance. Road maintenance, yeah, stuff like that, exactly. Um, did you want to say something? Yeah. Yeah? Uh, I'm Emily. Well, I want to say one thing that definitely, like, people would consider putting on the chopping block, but, like, they shouldn't, would be, like, the buses, like, mm -hmm. so, like some of the routes. Like, I, I go on those random bus, it's the five, like, it's 595 all the way to Harbor, and there's like five times that it runs during the day, 
I mean, like, you think, oh, it's just this random bus that goes out in the middle of nowhere. But there are so many people that, like, rely on it. And, I mean, a lot of people who don't ride the buses are just like, oh, whatever, it's just the bus. Like, no, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the way home. Like, if you take it away, like, you're really hurting people. So. What do you guys think about that? That's a, that's a good point. That's something else that's a big part of the budget is um, the buses. And the buses are subsidized. Well, the, so that, Go ahead. The buses are county funding, though. I think, well, there's, there, I'm, I'm actually not totally sure how it works, but there's Metro, there's the Met, Seattle Metro buses, and then there's King County Transit, and I think that they might be separate. No, King County Metro. King they work together. Yeah. They run together. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I, think mm -hmm. right. I agree. Buses shouldn't be cut. Buses shouldn't yeah. be cut. Anybody want to cut buses? I, I think the parks should be cut. And, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, definitely, like, we are called the, like, Evergreen State, and we are, like, the Emerald City, and, like, the sidewalks have green space on them. It's called Moss. We don't, like, we don't need to, like, subsidize more parks, you know? And I also think, oh my gosh, you can call me fascist, but I don't think that there should be as much subsidizing for the arts. And I love the arts, and I go to an art school, and art is wonderful, but you can't really subsidize creativity. What does subsidize mean? Pay for. Okay, I think it's cheaper. Yeah, not pay for. No, yeah, it's pay for part of, exactly, yeah. All right, anybody else? Uh, well, like, back to the whole, like, librarian thing, I think about, like, children's librarians. I mean, they're great for story time, but that's only, like, for half an hour or something. And when I was little, I never wanted to go to those because I was scared. <laughs> so, uh, it's more like parents making their kids go. I mean, I've never heard a kid say, oh, let's go to the library and story time. <laughs> I mean, I'd rather have, like, my mom read me a bedtime story, so... I don't know about children's librarians there. They do a lot more than just reading stories. Like what? I actually volunteer at the um, Greenwood branch, and they actually help a lot. They do a lot of the work. They do a lot of administrative stuff. Everyone helps out. And like I've been working there for almost a year, and before the budget cuts, everything was a lot easier, but after, now we have like half as many staff, and there's a lot more work to do for <laughs> I think the, uh, the children's books don't shelf themselves just the same as teen books and adult books. Well, actually, and librarians usually don't shelf, but I will say, I mean, I, just to put in a little plug, I feel, I feel sad that we've had you guys here. I mean, I haven't done a better plug for librarianship all this time, but... Um, so, for instance, for a story time, you know, you, the librarian does the story time for half an hour, but the work that it takes to put the story time together takes a lot longer. And librarians, what do you guys, so what do you, what do you guys think that librarians do? Like, what do you think our basic job is? Does anybody want to hazard some guesses? Help people. We recommend books. We help people what? Find books. Right. Organize. Put everything use into the, the system. What's, what's that? Use the, help people use resources, right, do research, stuff like that, put everything into the system, so like some like book processing, stuff like that. Um, like what else? You what don't know where everything is, like if you don't know where a book is, the library, it's the librarian's job to tell you. Right. What else, what have you seen Jennifer and I do? Hang out with yes. teenagers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we do this, we do programs, we, yeah, we create service learning opportunities. Um, what about what we're doing this weekend? We organize events. We organize events, exactly. So, and obviously, 
you know, the stuff that happens out at the reference and stuff like that. We visit schools. If you guys never had a librarian visit your school, we teach classes on, on using resources and stuff like that. Um, on our own time, um, we read a lot of teen books so that we can talk to you guys. I mean, because we like it, of course, but, but also so that we can talk to you guys about them and make good recommendations and help you find books to read. So, not to say that cutting librarian jobs isn't a totally valid thing, but I just want you guys to have a better idea of the scope of what we do. Carol, what were you going to say? Um, I was going to say something, but I just don't think any librarian job should be cut either. So, I mean, I don't know <laughs> Sorry, you guys don't have to say that, just to spare my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> but I was just saying that she said that um, taking away children libra librarians would be better. I think those are more important than maybe the teen librarians. I mean... I mean, it's nice to have them. Like, like we love you, but <laughs> um, I just think they're a little less necessary than children ones. I think it's um, better to have like children ones than the teen ones, because I mean, you know, like we could just go, we could talk to the children ones too, or the adult ones, because we're kind of like on the verge, just in the middle, so we could talk to either one. And I think um, children ones are more important. But I think it's good that we keep them both. But still, what if there was like you didn't have like a specific librarian for a job you had like five librarians at a branch or however many you need and they just do everything like general but then they have to know everything like yeah. 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 what's wrong with knowing everything <laughs> it's a nice thing they don't get paid quite well, that much um, <laughs> i know that my branch madrona's heli Goldmore, it's tiny and there's like probably only three librarians there most of the time but if you cut one of them that's way much more work for everybody else to do and even though it's a small library they there's like half of it is holds, and they have to get all the holds together. They have to get all the books that come in on like trucks and put them, put like your little slips of paper in them and put them all. Like there's only two instead of three. I can I can't imagine how much more work each one of them have to do. Love those little strips of paper. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anybody else want to weigh in? Um, well, I think like since it, you know the reality of it is that you know librarians are getting cut and stuff. I think that kind of the city of Seattle just needs to like step up and pick up the slack and volunteer at the library. Hey, yeah, yeah. that's a good idea. Yeah. Volunteers, yeah. volunteers from the world. <laughs> I was just, yeah, I was just about to ask how many, like, how, how many of the staff here are volunteers? Or like, um, we do have volunteers, but like the, this is complicated and probably more than we want to go into right now, but the library, library workers are in a union, which what, one of the things that that means is that there are very strict rules about what um, what volunteers can do. And the reason for that is that they don't want people working for free doing the same stuff that we get paid to do because then we won't have jobs anymore. Um, and so volunteers are great and the library couldn't run without them. But um, so, for instance, here at Central Library, the only people that, you're, that you really are going to see who are volunteers are, um, well, you guys, um, and the people who work at the Welcome Desk, those are volunteers. Wait, the desk that you go to to ask questions? Not the, see, and this is the thing, it's confusing for people, but there's, so there's a desk at the 4th Avenue entrance, like a podium where somebody is standing up, and there's also one um, at the 5th Avenue entrance where somebody's usually oh. sitting down right there by the checkout desk, and both of those desks are staffed by volunteers, and those people are basically just supposed to say, like, you know, this is where the bathrooms are, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's kind of all they are supposed to say. I think one of the things that people usually forget about being a librarian is that it actually requires a degree or several degrees. Masters of Library Science, for one. 
That's true. And <laughs> true there, story. There aren't very many people who are going to go get a degree just so they can volunteer. Right. No. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm not trying to play down volunteerism. Like, this program that we're doing on this weekend couldn't run without you guys. We absolutely, absolutely need volunteers. And I love your call to action, and you could, should encourage all of your friends to volunteer. But I'm not sure that it will solve all the problems at the library. All right. Anybody else? I think we've pretty much solved the budget crisis. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thanks, guys. This podcast was presented by the Seattle Public Library and Foundation and made possible by your generous contributions to the Seattle Public Library Foundation. Thanks for listening.